Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back. J&J Podcast Divisional Fireworks this weekend. I got my boy Julian. What up? What up? What's going on, man? Fucking awesome, dude. Best football weekend in my life right here. Pretty much. I mean, this was like, this is basically a Super Bowl week packed in two days. I mean, yep. yeah, it, it sounds like hyperbole, but it's probably one of the best weekends of all time i don't think there's ever been a week in this action-packed like maybe not in our lifetime but like in our lifetime no doubt like no games have been this close every single one of them so yeah i mean uh, every game like it was great it was awesome went down to the wire and then we you know we finished it off with probably the greatest playoff game to me and of all time uh so i mean we can get to it man these are uh, no, no bad game. We can always go let, let's just let, let's save the best ones for last. We'll do the Saturdays first. Um, Bengals Titans. I, I mean that that was a that you you couldn't ask for a shittier start from Tennessee, mm-hmm. throwing a pick on the first play, and then uh, the Bengals kind of. I didn't I didn't expect them to. You know, obviously Joe Burrow's good and all, but. I mean, man, he he just gets whatever he wants, even though he gets the shit kicked out of him every every week. I mean, that offensive line failed him miserably. Nine sacks. I mean, I know we both had the Titans, but um, I what did you think? I know you were you were shocked by this one, but like just how it started. Yeah, um, I was extreme. I mean, not not when it started. Like I I knew you know the Bengals were kind of gonna yeah. go swinging. I, I figured you know the Titans were gonna get a little bit of. Uh, cold feet, I guess you could say, kind of just getting adjusted with Julio playing and, and Derrick Henry, you know, getting back. Thought, you know, oh, it's going to take him a couple of drives. You know, what is funny is before the game, I was, like, looking at some specific, you know, um, bets I can do, like, during the game. And the, the one that really caught my attention and I should have pulled the trigger was um, it was, like, plus 2,000. First play of the game is going to be uh, is gonna be a turnover. I was like, nah, like, I thought the Bengals were going to get the ball. I was like, nah, Bengals, Joe Burrow ain't stupid enough to throw a pick first game of the game. Of this, of, of the game. Um, but that's how the Titans got. I was like, eh, tempting, but I was like, nah, like, there's no way. Like, they're going to run the ball. They're going to give it to Derrick Henry first play. He's not going to fumble. And then, boom, what do you know? This guy, Tannehill, throws a pick first play of the game. I was like, son of a bitch, I would have cashed good money on that. Um, just a little side um, bet story I had there. But other than that, everything was just brutal for the, for the Titans, to be quite honest. Nothing really kind of felt clicking. Um, I will say in terms of the Titans perspective, um, Henry did look decent, um, but I think Deontay Foreman should have got a little bit more carries. Yeah. Like the, the dude was just kind of playing pretty good. He had a good, he had, he blew off for like a 40 to 60 yard run. I don't, I, I don't know the exact yardage there, uh, but he also got like a 20 yard run, uh, the next drive after that. Um, so he was effective with the run game. Like he was more effective than Derrick Henry. It just kind of felt like they were forcing Henry to, you know, give him 30 carries when really, um, yes, that is the logical thing to do, but if you got to hit it to the hot hand and, and Foreman kind of got felt more comfortable back there than, than Henry. So that was mistake. Number one, mistake. Number two, uh, really is comes from Tannehill. Like the, the dude really, he, all he had to do is game manager. And we're going to talk about the Niners coming up. Uh, but he, all he had to do was play the Jimmy G role, you know, don't fuck up, uh, really just rely on your run game, make the smart throw and you'll win this game. But the dude really just kind of gave this game away the most to the Bengals and, and to the AFC. Um, so uh, that is just bad, dude. Like I, it's kind of, it's maybe an overreaction on my end and you might kind of sort of agree, but they need to get rid of him. They need to find a better quarterback. Cause this isn't the first time that Tannehill really has um, 
kind of uh, kept this team from moving forward and, and advancing as as much as they wanted to in the playoffs. Well, no, I mean, I I texted you that after the yeah. game. I mean, he he was he's been the reason. All these losses, besides the Jets game, because they didn't have nobody that game. All those losses are his fault. Even the Texans uh, week 18, I mean, they almost lost due to his turnovers. But this is what I told you in the preview, that if Henry isn't 100%, which he wasn't going to be, he had a plate and a couple screws in his foot. I mean, he just came back from a broken foot, Vrabel. You should have realized that. I mean, Foreman, since he's been out, has been very formidable. He He's really stepped up. And like I said, they, they have two, two backs that they can rely on with Hilliard and Foreman, so it's like, yeah, get Henry. He's a man. Don't. Oh, you're back. All right, here, here's 24 carries right off the. Like, no, that's not how this shit works. I know he got a touchdown, and he looked good, you know, for the for what he was. But yeah, definitely, Foreman should have got most of the carries. They shouldn't have force fed Henry like I knew they would. I I just knew Vrabel was gonna do that because he wants to set the tone and you know put a little fear in the other in the opposition, but. It, no, I mean, these Bengals aren't scared and, you know, they they took advantage of Tannehill, which was their weakest link besides their secondary. And yeah, I mean, it, it just rang its little head around and we'll, like we're going to talk about a bunch of, you know, um, weak links and a lot of these teams that lost and they shouldn't have. But yeah, I mean, overall, t- Tennessee, they should really be evaluating that quarterback position. I know they gave Tannehill that extension, I think what, two, three seasons ago mm-hmm. or this past season? I, I can't really remember, but um, yeah, they have to because they have a good team. I mean, they, they got skill guys like they got Henry, the number one running back, basically, when he's healthy. And I mean, besides the number two receiver, they should really be looking at, you know, if they can get in the Rogers sweepstakes or something because, um, yeah, they're just wasting, they're going to be wasting this uh, potential that this team has and you know, the AFC, I mean, they beat the two top AFC teams that duped it out on Sunday. You know, they beat them in the regular season. They're a good team. It's just when Ta- when Tannehill's bad, they can't do shit. And it just showed that on Saturday. <laughs> I mean, that was just uh, they, they had no business losing that game. And, you know, every opportunity that Tannehill had, he would just fuck it up. So, yeah, absolutely. But I will say this kind of a little small thing. Not a lot of people are talking about. Um, can we talk about the refs kind of a little bit here? Um, like the interception that um, that the Titans got um, that mm-hmm. really kind of put them in great field position. I low-key think it was not an interception. Of course not. Um, but like the fact that they kind of gave it to them, it kind of shifted momentum just slightly a little bit for the Titans' favor. Um, if it wasn't for that interception, really, I think the Bengals could have blown these guys out a little yep. bit more. Um, but, yeah, that, that was just a horrible call in my opinion. I could see it, you know, firsthand where, like, uh, looking at it live, you know, you wouldn't think he picked it off, which is the right call on the rest. But the fact that they went back and took a look at it, I was like, I was like, there's no way they're not going to overturn this. Like, this has to be an incomplete pass. Like, yes, he had possession of the ball, but at the end of the day, that ball touched the ground. Yep. Because the rule is very inconsistent. Like, if a receiver caught that ball, but it, it had touched the ground, they would have called it an incomplete pass because it touched the floor. But like, Oh, well, yeah, Des Bryant. Exactly. You know, like, it's just, it's very inconsistent, the ruling here. Um, So there was a stupid call on that end. But um, at the end of the day, let's just talk about the elephant in the room in this game, too. And I wanted to hear your take. Um, I know you texted me, but I wanted the rest of the audience. What is going on with this offensive line, dude? Like, holy shit. Like, Mm. throughout the whole year, I guess we didn't really talk much about it. Um, 
you know, the O-line not protecting Joe Burrow. But I think Joe Burrow did a good job kind of, uh, you know, hiding that away, hiding that flaw away from, from, from the offense, obviously because he gives it to Jamar every play, you know, of the game. Um, but let's just talk about that real quick. What are your thoughts? Nine, nine sacks. And really, I mean, to be quite honest with you, we should have bet on that ourselves, you and I. We should have put over five and a half sacks in this game because we knew this time's D-line is probably one of the best in the league, and, and they really showed why. Well, I mean, that was my whole concern to start the year. I didn't think they were going to do anything because of that O-line. And yeah. like, like we said, whenever you're – Whenever it's time, you know, the, when it's playoffs, your weakest link will always come out and bite you in the ass. And fortunately for them, Tannehill was a lot stronger and he came out more than their offensive line. But, I mean, they, uh, there's not much they can do now. I mean, we're, they're in the AFC Championship game. So it's like you can't really do any adjustments. You are who you are at that point. But, yeah, I mean, that, this is, that was crazy. I mean, he has him and McNabb have the record of most sacks in a game and they still won the game for playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, that honestly, that's, that was my whole concern going into the year. And I thought they were going to, you know, be better next year, but I mean, they're exceeding all expectations. And to me, honestly, I wanted to see what you thought about this. They, they kind of remind me of the Titans when they played the chiefs in the AFC championship game that year. Nobody expected them to beat the Patriots. They beat them. Nobody expected them to beat the Ravens. They beat them. Kind of like this week. I mean, besides the Raiders, uh, you know, most money was on the Ra- on the Bengals, but nobody expected them to beat the Titans this week. And, you know, they did just that. And now they're going into Arrowhead kind of hot. But, I mean, with that Chiefs D-line, I mean, they're they're not really much lower than the Titans. I mean, Chris Jones, uh, Melvin Ingram, who had a resurgence midseason after going there, uh, Frank Clark, whenever he wakes up, I mean, that. They have a pretty good D-line, too. I'm, I'm kind of expecting the same outcome this week. Maybe not nine sacks, but probably four or five, and that might swing the whole game. But, yeah, definitely that's a big concern, and they can't do much about it. That's their personnel. That's their guys, and they have to worry about that in the offseason. But, man, that, that was just an ass-kicking. And that's why exactly why I kind of was hesitant to pick them this past weekend. I just feel like – um even on both sides of the ball, I would have gave Tennessee the edge on offensive line and defensive line. And nine times out of 10, whoever wins the trenches is going to win this football game because they're controlling the pace of the game, kind of controlling what's going to, what the result will be in the next play and the drive. Um, Hence why I picked Tennessee. Like there's really no way I could have seen Cincinnati beat this team unless something miraculous happened, which was obviously it wasn't that miraculous, you know, Tannehill playing like shit as we've known him to do. Um, but let's give credit to the D line of Cincinnati. I, this is the one part that I was really shocked by the most, um, was the fact that they kind of held the running game in check. I know Foreman went off for two runs, um, and really Mm -hmm. the statistics kind of are going to throw it off that they had a decent run game. But besides those two runs, they kind of held Henry in check a lot. And, and, um, they kind of really forced Tannehill to play one dimension or forced him to make some throws, which obviously hence is the reason why he made those mistakes. But I want to give the Bengals their flowers in there. Trey Hendrickson before he got hurt again, um, the dude was balling. So uh, I, this really surprised me because I told you in the preview, like, Hey, look, like the D line is not healthy. Like that's going to bring in a huge effect to this game, but it didn't seem like they were, you know, injured at all uh, throughout this whole game. Yeah. And you know, like, like you said, not, nothing really surprising happened. It's just the fact that, you know, Tannehill played that bad. I mean, that, that was his worst game since the Texans lost in Tennessee. So 
Yeah. What a time to have a game. And I, like I said, I think, and we'll get to that later because I, I really want to hit that on the head. Well, obviously we're going to talk about the Packers here in a bit, but um, they, they need to be in, in one of these trades with one of these QBs if they can get them. Cause I know Tennessee is in a hot spot and not a, a hot de- a free agent destination, but I mean, they have a winning team. They've shown it. They have the recipe to upset a lot of teams and, um, yeah, Tannehill's he's a backup at best at this point. I, I mean, honestly, I mean, he, you know, he, unless the Vikings want him or the, you know, the, I don't even know the Browns and the, I, I don't know the Steelers maybe that like he's not a, a starting quarterback as far as being a Super Bowl quarterback. He's not. He's not that, and he never was. And it's not an overreaction. I know you you were kind of like maybe it's over. Like it's not. Like you see it. We've seen it in Miami. And I know Adam Gase is a horrible coach, but I mean, we, we've seen it time and time again. This dude's not a winning QB and he always, his kryptonite is just uh, put a little pressure to him and then he crumbles. So, I mean, man, I don't, I don't know where, ten, I don't know where Tennessee goes from here, but that's what I took away. They need to that's get in. The thing though, is like, we, I mean, we may or may not have said, said this on air, but the Denver Denver really is just missing a quarterback in their own like in their franchise. They have an excellent defense. They have the weapons on receiving, and you know they have a, a young running back in Williams and Melvin Gordon. Um, maybe Tennessee could be just as of a sweet as a spot. They have Derrick Henry. They have Hoover, yeah. AJ Brown. They got the defense really just mix up that that you know fix up that secondary. Tennessee could be a really nice spot. I just don't know their cap situation, so I really don't want to go. You know, say that you know it's a very real possibility. Got to see their cap first, but like you said, it's, it could happen. So one of these quarterbacks could, could get there because it's it's not a bad place right now and not a bad uh, situation to be in if you're a quarterback. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they have the recipe. It's just, does anybody want to go to Nashville? I mean, that we'll see. But uh, let's just move on to the Packers, Niners. I mean, oof. They, uh, both teams stunk up the joint, but, I mean, it, to, to me – the Packers should be very disappointed. Aaron Rodgers looked bad. And this, man, I, I we both said they had no shot. But I told, I texted you when I texted him. I, I just thought the run game of the Niners and all that, I, I honestly should have just stuck with it because it, I don't know what it is about the Niners. They always know what to do against Rodgers. Even the game that they lost in week three or four, whatever week that was, I mean, they still kept it close and they still gave Rodgers trouble. But 10 points? Like that, that's a joke. I mean, yeah, you're in the cold. That's your element. That's what you thrive on. That's why you want home field. And to only show up for 10 points. I mean, come on. I, I don't know. I mean, shout out to, to, to Kyle figuring out how to, you know, and then Matt LaFleur is this guy. We should have figured, we should have factored that in. Like he was under him in Washington and he knows what he likes to do. And he takes that away most of the time, but. And I mean that that was just a shitty performance by the Packers all the, all around. I mean, and credit the Niners, man. That defense stepped up big time. And yeah, Oof. absolutely. I mean, neither team kind of wanted to win this game, which is weird because that's how it was the week before with the Cowboys yeah. Niners. Like nobody wanted to win that game either. Man, this one really it doesn't surprise me um as much i know i picked packers to blow them out um mm-hmm. however this game really is the one that pissed me off the most this weekend no because literally a couple of reasons one that's let's talk about the special teams this is i never thought special teams is going to play a huge role 
and a playoff team's chances and how far they're going to go. Um, but, I mean, we all know it. The Packers special teams, we didn't talk about it much in the preview, but their, their special teams is the worst in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that. Um, but I never thought special teams is going to be the reason why they lost the game today or last past weekend. I did not ever think that, that did not cross my head like, oh, you know, that's going to be the reason they lose this weekend. Mm-hmm. And that was really the big reason why um, they – I don't know what the hell happened with the punt re- – with that punt. Like, who who missed the block? Like, why – how the hell did they get the block punt knowing, like, hey, you know, like, let's just put it on our defense. They've been playing excellent all game. Let's force Jimmy G to make throws here. But somehow the punt return – or not the punt return, the punt block is the reason why they tied this game up. I was shocked. To be quite honest with you – I saw them, they were about to punt, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to step away real quick because I didn't think nothing of it. And then when I came back, it was 10 to 10. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck happened? So that really pissed me off the most. Um, second of mm-hmm. all, you, like you said, the run defense is, is not that good for Green Bay. I, that, that's fine. I get it. But when you're playing in a snowy game in Green Bay, you would think, like, hey, like, Jimmy G's not good of a quarterback. Um, we're playing in the snow, like – at what at some point you got to tell yourself like listen if we can stop the run if we can put all our eggs in this basket and stopping the run we have a great chance of winning this game and they were not able to stop them the one place specifically that pissed me off was Debo getting the first down uh, with, <laughs> yeah. with that one when it was third and seven with one minute left like yeah. you know they're they're trying to run the ball run some clock out and they somehow get the first down that really got me mad the most because that really just put the nail in the coffin but. I don't know. I'm also a little surprised Green Bay didn't put up more points on the board. I know the San Francisco defense is good as it is, but, you know, you, you would think Aaron Rodgers is, you know, uh, history, you know, with Devontae Adams there and, you know, stuff like that. You would think he would click it more, but not. Nah, like, he didn't even throw one touchdown pass. It surprised me. Um, if I would have told you last week, would you believe me that you know, Rodgers is not going to throw a touchdown, the Niners aren't even going to have an offensive touchdown, and they're going to win this game. Would you believe me? No, I would have. I would have gone year round and say the Packers are gonna blow them out. Maybe they ran the ball, but but that's the thing. Like all all game, when Rodgers was in trouble, he would just force feed. Kind of like how the Titans were force feeding Henry, he would just try to force feed Devontae. And it's like, come on, bro. Like you, you're the guy who wanted Randall Cobb. You're the guy who was asking for all these weapons. You have all these, you know, the you have the two headed horse, which. AJ Dillon had no business being on special teams. That's how he broke his rib. That's how he got hurt. Again, special teams. And we we said it la- in the last game, your weakest link is going to come out and bite you in the ass in special teams. Like you said, we didn't even think to touch it because it's like, oh, you know, it's the Niners. We're not even going to worry about special teams. And lo-, lo and behold, they're fucking, they had a punt return, go for a little. I mean, it, and then the punt block, obviously. It's just. Bro, how how is all this just happening time and time again with this team? The red flags were there all year. People were, you know, oh, they have Rodgers. We'll just ignore it. And it it came to bite them in the ass in the worst way possible. And, you know, this is the end of the Rodgers era in Green Bay. I mean, this this was the funeral. I mean, everybody's going to be sad. Everybody's going to be pissed depending on who you talk to. And, I mean, it's a joke. I mean, they like I said, they had no business losing this game. And no offensive touchdown from the 49ers. And I mean, that's a recipe for 30 to 20 point blowout. And, you know, they didn't get the job done and yeesh. I mean, that's, that's terrible. That's the thing is like, you cannot play in the defense much. 
for not at all. No, it's it's all in Rogers at this point. And 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 uh, you know, for them to hold San Francisco to thirteen points, you would think um, not even that. Hold them three to six points. points. Yeah, yeah, six points. Three. Yeah, because I mean, the special teams was not really the defense's fault. But like, mm-hmm. you hold them to six points, you would think that's enough to win the game. Like, you would think Rogers could put up at least ten on these guys. And right, you know, I. I was super shocked, but I'm more pissed off about the result of this game. Um, however, I will say this, and we'll talk about the Rams, is it opens the door for the Rams. I know you're probably going to disagree, and we'll talk about this preview later <clears throat> this week. But, I mean, the the Niners, I don't know. I don't know how the hell they're winning these games. Um, obviously, they're a great team. They deserve to make playoffs. But to me, it's it, – they are just taking advantage of the other team's weakness. And I guess that's a good thing because that's the way they're winning football games. Yeah, this is uh this is very reminiscent of the Giants team that beat the undefeated Patriots. No business winning these games, and they find a way to win these games. I mean, that's I'm seeing the parallels and it's disgusting. Like I, I hate thinking about that 2007, 2008 eight year. Um it, it's just that similar type of old school smash mouth. We're going to punch you in the mouth. Whatever your weakest link is, we're going to take advantage of that. And you're, you can't do anything about it. And I mean, whew, I mean, it, it, and what, like, we'll get into, I mean, you already transitioned to, I don't know if you have anything else on that game, but I mean, we could just get into the Rams yeah, and talk about these Rams, baby. Rams and bucks. I mean, uh, great start. I know you texted me. They're the NFC favorite, the way they're looking. And I know you're going to say, oh, whatever. You're just trying to buy into that narrative. No, I, I didn't think it was over. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout. I'm like, let's wait a bit. I want to see if they can close it out. If they closed it out and it was 30 to three or, you know, 27, 10, I was like, all right, you know, they, they, they proved me wrong. I was like, I need to see it first. And it, every opportunity the Rams had to close this game out, fumble fumble snap over that like i'm like yo what is going on and i know you said falcons vibes kind of kind i mean the, the only thing they were missing was that sack to get out of field goal range or something at the end of the drive if something would have happened to them and they couldn't get that field goal then okay it's falcons vibes but man i mean the rams i don't know what happened that defense just fell apart i don't think it was the defense i think it was more the off because the defense made plays. I think they were kind of just gas, just like how the, that's why I told you Falcons vibes. Yeah. Um, because I was kind of thinking like, look, when the Falcons play the Patriots, you know, as much as I hate talking about it, the defense was gas. That's why the Brady to tore apart this team at the end of the Super Bowl because the defense was just there every play. Um, I'm pretty sure if I look up a stat, the time of possession um, in the second half was just pretty much probably 80, 90% New England. Um, so I think the defense was more gassed. I, one, two plays really in particular, it's Von Miller when he got the strip sack. And then yeah. literally, like you said, Stafford fumbled the ball right after. Um, that wasn't even his fault. That was Allen's fault. Exactly. So like, and I, I don't know if you saw Von Miller's face when that happened. Like, yeah, he was, he was kinda, pissed. He was lucky salty <laughs> that he had to go back out there and play later. So the defense was just gassed. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. I don't think they lost. They were going to lose this game because of them. Uh, but continue. No, the the only thing where I say they what the hell was that Ramsey play? I mean that he yeah, got that cooked great. on that play. I was like, yo, how is Evans that wide open? You could tell he was so pissed he threw his helmet off. But I mean, look, this this was the Rams winning. And look, and people will disagree and say, oh, you know, they they fell apart, they got lucky, this and that. But they still found a way. And Bruce Arians, 
he needs to be in the coach's timeout. But I, him and, and Todd Bowles, what the hell was that play call in the end of the game? How are you sending the corner that is covering Cooper Cup on a corner blitz? What the hell was that? How does that make any sense? Hey, and Antoine Winfield, hey, you're our safety. You're going to go one-on-one with Cup. Good luck. Hope you can do it. And he couldn't do it. Of course he couldn't. What the hell was that shit? It's like, bro, the, and I told you, the Bucks should have took the points. It's easy. It's simple. We could say that in the, in the you know regular season. Fine. If you don't want to, it's going to bite you in the ass at the end of the year. But in the playoffs, what the fuck are you worried about? Like, just take the points. And look, if they would have kicked that field goal, it's a whole different game. Those two times they had the chance to kick a field goal, they either could have won the game or we could have went to overtime. And you never know what could have happened. But it's like, bro, take the fucking points. It's not hard. And all these coaches are trying, and we didn't even get to the Titans going for it on two for no fucking reason. Like they had no no point of making it eight to six. What is that, that gonna so do dumb. for you? That was so dumb. It, 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 it's just, bro. What are these coaches thinking? Arians, all game. I mean, that those unsportsmanlike conduct and all that. That's a that's a reflection on your coaching staff. You need to get your guys in check whenever something emotional happens like that. And even Brady. I understand he was pissed off and he got hit in the head, but it's like, bro, shut up. Like I, you're the, you're the QB. I get that, but bro, you understand when defensive players or offensive players get ramped up, you're going to get on sportsmanlike conduct. And again, I, it's just Arians. That's the Arians vibe. They're very erratic. They're very emotional. And it's happened with a bunch of his teams and it bit them in the ass. The, the beginning of the first half, 20 to three at halftime. I mean, there was a bunch of chances where they could have gotten some more points, but penalties, penalties, penalties all game long. It looked like a McCarthy game out there. I mean, come on, bro. Um, I understand. Like, I, I was telling better this too. Like, I think BA is kind of losing the locker room just a little bit mm-hmm. um, because of these taunting calls. Like you said, not taunting, sportsmanlike calls. I'm sorry. And it was, it did kind of fuck up their momentum a little bit. Um, <clears throat> That defensive play was weird. It was stupid. Um, stupid play. Antoine Winfield, like you know, you gotta have a safety at least up there, up there, you know, because what you're trying to do is kind of keep the Rams from getting yards, and and if you do so, be it. Just get you know, try to tackle them. It was just a weird play call. Um, it's just almost as weird as the Bills one, but we'll get to that in a bit. Um, however, I I don't know. Benner had a point. I, I told him this when you texted me that I, I brought it up to him. I was like, the Bucks should have took some points there. He's like, why would you take points? Because, like, for instance, they were down. What were they down when, when they didn't take points? 21? It was, yeah, 27 to 6. He's like, And then there was another you... point where it was 27-13. He's just like, take the points. He's like, why would you take points? So, like, let's say they go 21 to 9 or 27 to 9. You're down 18 uh-huh. now. You're down 18. You're still in a three-possession game, though, he was saying. He's like, why Why would you take points there knowing, like, three points isn't going to help you here? Like, you need – you need to bring this down to two possessions. And you kind of had a point. I was like, ah, oh, maybe like you're right. Um, but like, really, I don't know. I it's, it's, it's a, if and but question, like, yes, you could have took points here, cut it to 18. And then, you know, it would have paid off at the end, but you don't know what situation you're going to get. in at the end, I, I kind of, I agree with him here. Like, Hey, like you need a touchdown at the end of the day. You don't need three points. It's not going to be enough to beat this team. And, 
I, it did bit him in the ass, I guess, in the end. It was it was kind of weird. We can say this now, but I don't know. That was just a question. It was just a weird. I, Go ahead. No, no I, I get that as far as the 27-13 part. Okay, fine. It was fourth and it was fourth and manageable. Fourth and 14, you're not fucking getting that, bro. Against this defense, take the fucking points. It's that simple. Fourth and 14, they're just going to play the play the yard line and say, hey, good luck trying to get this fucking first down. And they didn't get it. Of course they didn't. It's like that. That's why you take the points. I understand you're trying to cut the lead. The, the time was like it was, it's there was a shitload of time in the game. What the hell is 27 nine? OK, like, cool. Like you're getting points. You did something at the end of the day when you have a long drive and it ends up and you turn the ball over and you get no points. That's more momentum killing. They're lucky the Rams kept shooting them in the foot because nine times out of 10, they're not getting the ball back. They're not going to, the Rams are scoring a touchdown or scoring a field goal and they'll never see the light of day. But you, you just take points at that point. You, you just get, all right, all right, we got something, you know, I understand we didn't get what we wanted, but we got something. We cut the deficit. Our defense is, you know, now that they're finally waking up, we can get some points. Fine. The, the other one, I guess you, it's more, it's more reasonable like all right they sh- they should have went for it it was like fourth and seven 27 13 yeah get a touchdown there but the other one they had, there was no excuse to to go for it on fourth and 14 when you're in suck up range and i know he missed he doesn't miss like it's the playoffs shit happens but no they should have took the points should have could have would and, and it happened this is the same thing that happened it reminded me of the of the patriots broncos in 2015 they, they didn't kick field goals three or four times, and then we lost 20, 20 to 19 or 20 to 18. It's just you take points in playoffs. It's that simple. It's like it's not, oh, it's week five, and, you know, we, we'll bounce back next week. No, like this is it. And fourth and 14, and of course Arians would do that. I'm like, they're going to go for it. If this was the Chargers, they would have went for it on fourth and 30. It's just all these coaches uh, trying to think they're smarter and they're the smartest guy in the room. And, oh, if I get this, what my legacy is, you know, going up couple of points like no bro just stop trying to outsmart everybody that's what pissed me off like yeah. you're just you're trying to lose the game at that point because you're giving more momentum on the rams yeah it's oh hell yeah we stopped them like you know the what reason i mean why the reason why i say it's gonna hop them most because like i feel like if va didn't if he just took points there and let's say the result doesn't come out to where it is now like let's say they lose like 30 let's say the rams come back and score a touchdown and they only got three yeah points. i think no, but I think that's going to be such a momentum sh- – like, that's going to hurt them a lot more. Like, if it was 27-9, mm-hmm. to nine, they got a field goal, but then, you know, if the Rams didn't fucking – weren't idiots and, and got a field goal at least coming back, it would have been 30-9 30, 30 to nine again. I think that would have been a lot more deflating because you're like, fuck, like, you know, we got points, but then they matched us right back. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's just so many things here. I think B.A. didn't want to go out thinking he wasn't aggressive enough to win this game. But that's the thing, though, like – you, they're lucky I don't know, and, and things could have changed and things could have been different if they did take the points i agree but at that point fourth and 14 like your the odds are not in your favor and you're not going to get that you the writing was on the wall all game like they they have no skill dude so it's just evans and scotty miller and gronk was looking like the tin man out there again it looked like the last year in new england he just looked bad and he's old it's not his fault his body's breaking down but they have nobody. AB's not there. Godwin's out. They have nobody to rely on. Brady had none none of his security blankets that he's used to having. He didn't have them there. And that's 
And like I said, he's lucky the Rams kept crumbling and crumbling and crumbling because that should have been a, a 30 to 40 point blowout again. Like the turnovers, the amount of pressure that they were sending to Brady. And still Can we talk the- about that real quick? I want to give you your flowers again, man. You hate you said it. Brady hates Donald so much when he plays him. Mm-hmm. And McVay played and Morris. I'm gonna give Morris. He deserves a head coaching job so bad. He played Donald so beautifully last night. Like he knew Wars was gonna be out, and he knew this O line was gonna be banged up. So what did what did he do? He moved Donald all over the D line. He put him at the end. He put him at edge. He put him in the middle. He made it so difficult for the for the offensive line to kind of adjust to what he's doing. He made them guess every play. And Donald was and right. That's why Brady was not able to, you know, have enough time in the pocket because Donald was everywhere. And and so was Von Miller to a certain extent. And I think that was the reason why Brady, he hates it, dude. He hates playing against Donald. And I know he does because he makes it so he makes it such a hell for, for Brady to play. Yeah. You just said you you have good D tackles and, you know, formidable edge rushers and they have more than formidable fucking Leonard Floyd and Von Miller. That's a good night. And like I said, that's always been the recipe to be Brady. And to me, I hate that they, they just evacuated the run game after the first drive. I mean, they, they just stopped running the ball. They're like, Oh, we only got uh, 12 yards or 13 yards. Yeah. We're not running it no more. It's like, what, what? Like that's, that's, and that's, that's what I don't understand. I think that's why the bucks lost. And that's yeah. the bucks and the Niners. You said it uh, not so long ago Four Niners understood that their opponent's weakness and they kept sticking to that. The Rams, as great as they are on defense, their one weak link, if they have it, is stopping the run as well. And if you make yourself one dimension, I don't care if you're Brady, Montana, whoever mm-hmm. back there, if you're going to be passing the ball every play, you're giving Donald, Von Miller, and, and Floyd their, their specialties, you know, rushing the quarterback every play, and they know it. And they're going to be, you know, licking their chops every play because they know they have a, they have a chance of getting Brady every play. And then obviously Jalen Ramsey, one of the best corners, I know he got cooked a couple of times by Evans, but they were ready. To, they knew Brady's going to pass the ball every play, and they were ready for it. They knew that was their, that was their strength to beating it. Yeah, that, and I understand they had offensive line uh, health issues, but like the first drive, Floyd was actually or not Floyd. Uh, Fournette was actually getting through some of those seams. Mm-hmm. Like he got, like I said, eleven, maybe twelve yards. He got yards on that drive. That's why I'm like, why are they just throwing the ball all of a sudden? Like they didn't just get yard a couple yards in the first drive. It's just like the the Cowboys. We're just gonna pass the ball all game. Like stop us, okay? Thank you. You want us to stop you just passing the ball? Cool. One dimensional offense. That's what. That's a defensive line's dream. And the, I, I just don't understand. It, again, it was ba all. And I, I agree that you said that. It kind of popped up this whole year with AB and all that shit. I think a lot of these guys they rubbed them the wrong way. And that all that happened, and you know he threw them under the bus a bunch of times, and rightfully so, a majority. But like that whole when he ran off the field and he told him to get the fuck out and all this and that. I bet you that didn't rub a lot of these guys the right way. That obviously, you know, AB's homies with a lot of these teammates. So, you know, I, I kind of agree with that now. And again, those unsportsmanlike conduct and all that bullshit, like that's a testament of your coaching. And you, especially in the playoffs, that 15 yards, that's, whew, that's hard to come back from. Not many can, and they couldn't a lot of the time. And that's why they were, they couldn't get anything going in that first half. I'm like, this is going to be a blowout. But like I said, Rams, couldn't get out of their own way. I mean, Acres 
you could tell at the end he's like, God damn, I don't know. I, I'm glad we won this fucking game because I, I would have so I would have heard it if you know I, I could see that on his face when he just the sigh of relief on him. He's like, Oof, all right, we I don't know how we won, but we won. Let's go to the NFC championship game. And I mean they deserve it at the end of the day. They you know, even though with all those mistakes, they still found a way. Stafford clutch throw at the end. I mean, I, I mean, just uh dropped it right in the bucket. He had a cut, he had you know somewhat pressure in his face. Again, stupid cornerback blitz that no need to do that. Just keep everything in bounds for them, and they you're going to overtime and they got too aggressive. They were trying to look for a tone turnover again and bit them in the yeah. ass. Mm-hmm. Bit them in the they, ass. They got uh they got a little too aggressive um after a couple of fumbles and stuff. They were probably like, we can get one more. And uh they should have just played it smart there. Yeah. Um, two two more things I wanted to add to this game before we move on. One more, uh one I it's crazy though, like Stafford is not talked about a lot. Um, and I know Grayson's not a big Stafford believer. Um, he says, you know, Stafford plays like shit, they lose, which I'm like, of course they do. But like when Stafford plays good, which he does, I would say 75% of the time, the Rams look, they look great. And that I was really dependent on, that's why I picked them to go to the Super Bowl because I'm really dependent on Stafford stepping up in the playoffs. Um, and he's shown it so far. Like the dude's been playing great. Um, they, you know, he, him and Cooper Cup. I want to give Cooper Cup a shout out because this dude, of course, balls out. I know we we've seen it all year, <clears throat> um, but I guess the one thing that really just made me respect him a lot more is that he's showing up in big moments, not just throughout the game. He's not getting his yards and stats. Like the dude steps up in the biggest stage of the game, and and this isn't the first time he's done this. Like he did this against the Ravens when he got them down into the red zone. Yeah. Um, he did this uh, another game too. He he even did it against the Niners when they lost. He, he put them in great position. So he's this isn't nothing new to him. Mm-hmm. Um, this team is just fucking fired up, dude. I don't know how I can't wait for previews soon, but I'm I'm high, fired up about the Rams right now, dude. And I, I I I'm excited for next week. Uh, but last thing, can we talk about the stupid call though the ref made? And I feel like you know what I'm talking about before I even mention it. Um, the stupid late hit call uh-huh. um, on on Eric Weddle. Like, what was that? Why? Like, obviously, you know, I wasn't gonna complain too much about it. You know, putting money on the Rams here, but. What the fuck was that? Like, wh- how is this a dead ball foul? Yeah, that that doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't ever remember seeing that ever called in a game. Oh, personal foul, but it's a dead ball, so it's the other team's ball. I've never seen that. I don't mm-hmm. ever, and that that's not hyperbole. I don't think I've ever heard that. And how he was like, he made it all dramatic and stuff. I was like, bro, what? Like, I don't know. These Sean Hockley, his crew all year has been very questionable. And I'm surprised. As soon as I saw he was the referee, the in charge, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, it's it's you know these referees that just take over the game and they throw too many flags. I can't remember the referee that did the Cowboys uh, Raiders on Thanksgiving. That crew too, they just throw 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 flags all fucking game, and they take over the game. And it's like, bro, I've I've never seen that. I honestly, and they should have just called it what it was. And again, I know it. it it was like a perfect, like, all right, they're going for it. They didn't get it, but watch, there's going to be a flag right here for personal foul or pass interference, and there was. But then when they started conversating and having that little meeting, I'm like, they're going to take this back or they're going to pick it up. I, I just knew. I was like, nah, it's not. You know, everybody started cheering, and Ramsey was throwing a fit. But I was like, nah, as soon as they had that meeting, I was like, yeah, this is coming back. And mm-hmm. it didn't, but it did in a way because they didn't get the ball anyway, so. Yeah, that was just stupid. I've never was, heard that. 
the reason why I think it was a dumb cause because for instance, you gotta be consistent, as I said in the beginning of this podcast. Like Evans, if he would have caught that ball and Weddle would have hit him the way he did, they would have flagged him still for hitting him, you know, the way he did. Yeah. However, if if like for me, it's like you either call that or you don't, because mm-hmm. if he hit them there, if he hits him there, which he did, <clears throat> they should have took that as it's a continuation of the play because Weddle didn't hit him like out of nowhere. Like he yeah. knew what he was going to get himself to. It was a part of the play. Like Weddle came full speed thinking Mike Evans is going to catch that ball. Like they should have gave it to the Bucks or they should have just not called anything at all. The way they, they that was just the weirdest call I've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that really affected him. I know it was fourth down for the Bucks. It was one. It was that play you're talking about, fourth and fifteen, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I don't know if it would have kind of changed the outcome of that game, but that is something not a lot of people in the media are talking about. But it's it's just time and time again. I think the story we could get out of this is the refs. Here we go again with the stupid refs making dumb calls, um, and they need to fix this ASAP. That's all I got to say about this rest of the game. I don't know if there's anything you wanted to add. Uh. No, I mean, that, that's always going to be an issue in any sport, but with the NFL and the playoffs and all that, but they, yeah, they need to figure this out. And it's, it's all about, I, I don't feel like the, the league, like the, the referees in charge and all that, that are in New York, I don't feel like they, they talk to these guys. I really don't because it's so inconsistent across the board. Like they, they really need to sit down and discuss what are we calling when they're in these games and, you know, what can you take back? Like the, the, Raiders game last week with the when they blew the whistle and they still gave them the touchdown. That's not a touchdown. You blew the whistle. It, that's the place dead right there. But they just need to have a a sit down with all these refs and just I don't know if they need fucking to go to school for the summer about refereeing and um you know just to have it consistent across the board. If if everything's called the same, there wouldn't be any issues. Obviously, people are gonna complain. That's bullshit. Blah blah blah. But when it's to the point, like you're saying, like if he would have caught it and he hit him, they would have called it differently. Call it the same way across the board or don't call it at all. And that's what they really need to focus on. And I know they won't. We can sit here and say they need to, They, but they won't. I mean, it's the NFL. They, they don't give a fuck. They, as long as they get their check and they get the attendance and they get the views on, on uh, whatever channel they're running the game on, that's all they care about. That's all Goodell cares about. So, um, yeah. you know. That's pretty much it. But uh, real quick before we move on, because I don't want to go back and forth with this. Uh, is this Brady's last game? No. No, I, I don't think it is. I think he's got one more year in him. I, I kind of feel like his his uh, his personality wouldn't allow him to lose like this. I think he knows he had a bad game, and I think he doesn't want to – if he's going to lose, he's not going to lose like this. I think he's going to want to try it one more year. And low-key, I, I kind of expect a, a kind of a Mamba – you know, farewell to her next year, low key, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people say like, "Oh, this is it." And, you know, this is a good way to go out. Like, I don't think so. I, that's not the Tom Brady we all know. I mean, he's I gonna. Like, he like should have gone out last year if he was gonna go out. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I think if he if he play if he had played a great game here and they lost because of the defense, kind of just threw mm-hmm. ass, then I think he would have seriously considered like, "Hey, well, like, I you know, I tried my best. I came out with a great game and." Blah blah blah, but I think he knows he played like ass, um, and he knows that he got lucky getting into that situation coming back. 
and I think he he wants to you know kind of have a, another year at it one more one more year for for Brady to do this and I think he's gonna announce this in the offseason I think he's gonna say at some point like this is my last yeah season playing. I think he wants to make it a spectacle like yes, he's not gonna yes. it's very calculated on what he does so I know he's gonna kind of do like you said a Mamba farewell tour so every game is gonna be overpriced and you know they're gonna make it a big deal so I yeah, think I, so too. I think so so. But uh, let's get to the fucking game of the year, game of the yes. decade, game of whatever. But, man, Bills, Chiefs. And you you said it last week. I'm not touching this game at all, and I don't blame you. Like, I I put money, even though I picked the Bills, I put money on the Chiefs. I was like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I think I, I want the Chiefs to win. I think they can win, but who knows? This game's a coin flip, you know, and oof man that the way the bills came out and they, they were still being aggressive from last week and going for it on fourth and they got the touchdown i'm like okay they're they're not going away like last year like i know they came out it was like nine nothing and then the chiefs avalanche happened but you know they wanted to set a tone mcdermott i appreciate him for doing that and he was he was smart about it fourth and two fourth and one i was yeah, gonna bring that up yeah earlier. do that yeah do that like <laughs> You know, like, all right, you're setting a tone. You know, you want to be aggressive. It's fourth down. It's fourth and short, and you have Josh Allen. You're going to get that. Like, there's no there's no doubt about it. Nobody's so you're not really... hating him for that? <laughs> no, it, it's the first quarter. It's fourth and short, bro. Like, it's not fourth and 14. That's that's my whole thing. Like, like I said, I get Benner's point on the second one. Fourth and manageable? Fine. I'll give him that one. I still would have took the points. That's just my opinion. Yeah. But in this one, it's like, all right, you, you know, you're going to have to be in a shootout. It's fourth and two. I, I forgot where they were at. Yard, yard line. They were wise, like at but... the six yard line. They were really close to scoring. I'm not going to lie. So, I mean, they, they went for it twice on that drive. Then I was thinking of the first one. But again, they went for it two times. They got them both. I, it's just it depends where you are in the field and in the game. I, I understand like. You know, I get people are going to say, oh, you see, you're going to say this and you're going to do that. But it's it's just the part of the game you're in and where you're at and the score it was zero zero all right you don't get it cool like you know it's the beginning of the game not fucking the fourth quarter and you're down 21 and if you don't get this you're kind of fucked you know i don't know i just think there's different parts of the game to do that you know don't go overboard like brandon staley but i i like that he tried to set the tone they got it but man the chiefs i it's funny that you know they had the bad start, and even both of us were kind of like, man, they just are too flat all year. I don't know how they're going to pick it up in the postseason. And, man, it's, and at, they just look like the old Chiefs, man. I know they, they struggled a bit in the, in the beginning. They were kind of going back and forth defensively, both teams. They were stopping each other at some point. But when they get going, oof, <laughs> I, it, it's just it's hard to stop them. And it, was, it looks scary. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I know we're going to break the, the game down and all that, but it's just, man, they, they look like they're back to normal. Like all that shit was like, all right, we're kind of bored. We'll get to the playoffs and then we'll show you guys we have, we never left. <laughs> That's what it kind of seemed like to me. But yeah, I don't know if you, what you want to say about this game in the beginning, because it was just, it's, it started um, off slow and then, man, it just broke wide open. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, the first drives of each team, really, I was like, okay, like we're gonna have ourselves a really great game here. Mm-hmm. I know the Bills, like I like what you point that out. I was gonna say it too, and I was gonna bring it up earlier. Like the Bills went for it twice on fourth down in that first drive. That really kind of set the message. Like, look, we're not here to fucking bitch around. Like we're here to score points and we're here to dominate down your throats. And mm-hmm. um, credit the Chiefs for really not backing down. I feel like the Bills wanted to come out swinging and and kind of pop the Chiefs out a little bit and kind of shock them, but the Chiefs were ready to play. Like. 
I yeah. kind of, once that first drive happened, I was like, oh shit, like, man, these boys are going to score 40 on these guys. And the Chiefs are going to be not have an answer every time. And now the Chiefs were calm, cool, and collected. They, you know, they did their own thing. They kind of held Josh Allen in check at some point for a bit. And, um, you know, next thing you know, it was like, what, 17 14 in the third quarter? I was like, okay, like, like you said, you thought it was going to be a shootout from the, right off the bat. And I thought so too. And I was like, when mm-hmm. I saw 17 14 in the third quarter, I was like, damn, okay, like, these two teams yeah. really don't like they're playing chess with each other. You can tell, like you can tell these two teams were kind of like, okay, like we want to be aggressive, but we also don't want to be the one to lose this game. We also don't want to be the one to give it away. So I like that this game, this is why I think it was one of the best games ever I've ever seen because they were aggressive, but to a point where they weren't Brandon Staley ex- aggressive, where they're going for it on fourth and 22 at their own 30. Like they <laughs> played their cards, right. Both teams did, um, throughout the whole game and and really um we can start talking about the fourth because the fourth was fucking nuts dude like i i missed a little bit to start the fourth um but when i got back and tuned in i i didn't miss much i i missed the good stuff because josh allen proved to us why he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league and i know they lost but i want to give this man his flowers and his shout out because he is the real deal mm-hmm. he is a top five quarterback or if not he's getting there he's really close because no he's there because the there. thing is he he's a great passer, but his running ability is unmatched. Like I think Lamar, Kyler, um, just those two really off the top of my head are the only better runners than Josh Allen. And he and the thing is, Josh Allen can he's such a big dude, he's also hard to take down. He is not afraid that, to get down. Yeah, that that's why I feel like he's kind of he's to me, he's he's the best runner in the game. I'm and that's that's not I'm a prisoner of the like like you said. He's too, he's too strong, too powerful. You can't bring him down. That's why, to me, you hit Lamar and you hit Kyler right, they might be out for the rest of the game. I mean, you, they're finesse runners. This dude looks like a freaking tight end or, you know, like in, in a quarterback's uniform. It just, it's crazy to me what he does. And his accuracy and his development, I mean, credit Dayball and that coaching staff because the amount of times we've heard in, in the draft process, oh, he's too raw. Oh, you know, he's going to be, he's going to take a while to develop. And that was like three years ago, three, four years ago. And now look at him, like he's balling out. I mean, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like he's the best. And don't, and then Mahomes was like, oh, y'all think he can run the ball? Watch me. Runs it for like 35 yards in the first drive. I'm like, oh my God, bro. I, I honestly, I didn't want to say that. Oh, this is the best game. I, just, just how you said it, how you laid it out. They're both playing chess. They're both, they're being somewhat aggressive. They don't want to be the team to lose this game. But when the floodgates open, oof, I told you this is going to be a heavyweight fucking boxing match. They're going to go back and forth, blow for blow. And whoever had the ball last was going to win the game. And man, I mean, can we, I want to give my flowers to Gabriel Davis. I mean, I told you what he did, what he's done these past couple of weeks, stepping up, he's he basically turned into the, to the number two and yesterday he was the number one. And I don't know why they, why uh, Allen kept trying to force feed digs. You got to go with the hot hand. Like you said, with Henry and the Titans with Foreman, you got to go with the hot hand. Gabriel Davis should have ended that game with like two fifty. I mean, yeah. you know, but they couldn't stop him. He was eating Mike Hughes's lunch all game. He was cooking that boy. Like, man, I was like, yo, this dude's getting open every time. Just keep force feeding them the ball. They can't stop him. And that's poor coaching staff or adjustments by Spagnolo and Reed. Why are you? Why do you keep doubling Diggs? You got to worry about who's hot right now. I understand Diggs is a you know top ten receiver in the league, but 
I mean, you got you got to defend who's who's the better receiver out there, and they had no answer for Davis for majority of this game. Yeah, that that was a filthy route he did. Who was it on? Which corner? It was Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes, bro, all game. Filthy, dude. When I saw that play after the replay, I was like, oh my god, he had to have tripped him. He had to have tripped him because there's no way this dude broke his ankles. He broke his fucking ankles, bro. He legit was filthy. That was disgusting. I was disgust. I was rooting for the Chiefs a little bit just because you know money wise, but mm-hmm. man, after that route, I was like, shit. Like maybe I won't be so upset that the Bills win this game because god damn, that was a horrible route or a fucking filthy route that he did. But no, I mean. How many times did you think the Bills were going to win this game? Uh, like t- two or three times. It just yes. kept swinging back and forth. That was that yes. type of game. Yes, when uh, the the first drive, um, before um, when uh, I don't know if you remember this, but it was fourth and three. Um, literally, Josh Allen's about to get sacked, and then um, you know he he backs up, and then another defender kind of dives and misses him too, and then he runs around and he ends up running to get the first down. That's when I was like, okay, Bills are winning this game. That was my first time. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you my first time. When he threw that that bomb to Davis for 75 yards to cut it to two, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, the Bills are going to win. Like, there, there's no way they don't get the ball and they just keep scoring. I, I just thought right there, I was like, it, they're, they're down, but I, they just can do whatever they want. When Whenever they spread out Allen, and again, they kept trying to run the ball. I get that, but look what the, you – they can't stop you when you throw – why do you keep going to the Singletary uh, route? Like, at some point, the Chiefs, too, they're like, they were, they were running the ball with Edward Hilaire and McKinnon, but it's like, they can't stop you when Mahomes is throwing the ball. Why do you keep trying to run it? Like, I get, at that point, I, I'm not even going to be mad if the teams don't run the ball anymore because what's the point? Like, you, they can't stop you in the air. Why are you going to slow the game down and be like, all right, let's go back to the run? Like, Mm-hmm. I mean, at at that point, the writing's on the wall. We're throwing it, and who who's gonna stop us? You? No, you're not. And it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then, obviously, the the Tyree kill play. I'm like, okay, the Chiefs are gonna win this game now. You know, yeah. he took. I'm like, oh fuck! Like one minute left, the defense will probably get a stop. They the Bills need a touchdown. I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they're gonna do it. The Chiefs. The momentum's there. The crowd's into it. I think they'll well, the- get it done. The thing is, when the Bills took that one-point lead, right before they went for two, I was like, okay, not to panic here, because two things off of my bat. I was like, look, first of all, you gave Mahomes plenty of time. He's got a yep. minute, 53 minutes, something, like 50, 40 seconds. That's enough time for Mahomes to go down the field. That is not a problem for them. Second of all, if you if the Chiefs stop him here on two-point conversion, I think Mahomes is like, all right, like I just, I just need a field goal. Cool, yep. no big deal. But when they got the two points, I was like, okay, like now I was like, this is the second time when I was like, the Bills definitely are winning this game. Like, mm-hmm. Chiefs are just going to get a field goal, go to overtime. Who knows from there? But when Mahomes and Tyreek Hill did that that play, oh. can I say something? What is up with these taunting calls? <laughs> Julie had a great point here. She was like, the peace side wasn't the – she because That's I, a taunting I, call. They yeah, didn't call I, it. I, I told her, I was like – when I, I and she remembers this. I told her, like, because she saw a taunting penalty one time. I was like, yeah, it all started because Tyreek Hill does the peace sign to people. So when she saw that yesterday, she's like – Wait, isn't this the reason why the taunting stuff happened? I was like, actually, you're right. Like, I don't know why the hell they did not call a taunting penalty there on Tyree Kill. Like, 
what the fuck? Like, what is what is yeah. up with the inconsistency? Again, right there, like you said, the inconsistency comes back. But I, I don't think they wanted to be the refs to fuck this game up. They're like, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> They're like, we're not gonna call <laughs> shit. Like, the, this game's too back and forth. We're not gonna be like, oh, 15 yards on the pl- on the kickoff and blah, blah. I think they were just kind of like, our hands are. We're looking the other way with this shit. Whatever happens, happens. And again, it's that inconsistency that you brought up earlier. Like. If you're going to call something, call it. If you're not, don't. Across the league, not just one game here, one game there. Like, right. yeah. the time that As soon as I saw that, I'm like, yo, like, where's the flag at? I thought there was going to be afterwards, or, you know, after the celebration and all that. I thought they were going to call taunting. They're like, nope, whatever. You guys scored. Let's go. Bill's turn. I was like, God damn, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, all right, cool, I guess. Fuck it. With no interruptions. Let's just keep going. But, yeah, it definitely should have been a taunting call. That's why all this shit happened to begin with. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't mind that they didn't call it, but mm-hmm. I was just low key after thinking. After I was like, wait, wait a minute. Like, she's got a point. Like, why the fuck didn't like they, they call this all the time? Like, yeah, you know, what the fuck's going on here? So that was like my first like an after reaction. I was like, okay, well, she's got a point. And then when the the Bills had a minute left, then I was starting to think like, wait a minute, maybe Josh Allen has enough time here to come down and and score some points. And mm-hmm. little, I mean, the dude did it. The dude brought yeah. it back what 14 seconds left something like that and 13 did you think Mahomes is going to come down in 13 seconds and, and get a field goal part of me yeah because like I, I texted you that I was like I, I've seen this before I this game's not over like it yeah it's 13 seconds but it's like you didn't make them run time off with the kickoff you kicked it out of bounds or you kicked it as a touchback it's yeah. like what like why why wouldn't you pooch it or something why wouldn't you make them run the ball. It's not like they're going to return any, especially a short kickoff. Like nine times out of 10, they're not returning that. I don't know why McDermott was very reluctant to do that. And, you know, again, and we've been saying it all, all pre or all reaction episode long. It bit them in the ass because no time was taken off. 13 seconds and just boom, boom, boom. Now we're kicking a field goal to go to OT. I'm like, God damn. I can't believe he got 50 yards in like 12, like 13 or not 13 in like 10 seconds i'm like what the fuck but at the same time I'm like it's my homes only he can do this like and and I w- i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you there no, I, wanted go ahead. To, I wanted to say i want to give and this i don't know who really to give this much credit to but i want to give Eric, andy reed and and the enemy so much credit here because i in that situation when when Mahomes has the ball um you know at their own 25 I, I was going through my head thinking like a coach. Like, I know you do too sometimes. Like, fuck, like, okay, what do I run here? I have two timeouts. Do I want to get a short pass, get some mm-hmm. yards? Do I want to go deep first play? Like, I only have, like, literally just two plays in me to get something here. So I was like, shit, I don't know what to go with here. I really don't. And when that was beautifully drawn up, you know, screenplay, Tyree kill, let's get some 20, let's get 15, 20 yards, get him close. That was beautifully played. I want to give them their shout out, Mahomes, all that offensive coaching team right there, staff, because that did not cross my head whatsoever. And that's why they get paid the big bucks because that was not even the Bills saw that coming. And, yeah. and they've been one of the best defenses in the league. They did not think Tyreek Hill's going to get a screen there um, and get 15, 20 yards and call a timeout right away. Yeah. And re- really, that's they, they could get that anytime they wanted a screen or a screen or a, a, like a crossing route or a little drag route. Like him or Miko, they couldn't stop him. They, whenever they had to defend laterally, they couldn't do it. And that's a lot to ask for a linebacker or a safety in that situation where, you know, you're expecting them to go 
down the sideline or, you know, something in the middle and call a quick timeout and they get a screen. It's like, yeah, like you said, the enemy read, they just deserve a lot of credit for those play calls. And I mean, Kelsey up the seam. I don't know how you let them go that wide open. I mean, that geez. one was stupid. I mean, of yeah. course, great call again on the offense, but I think that second play was more, I don't know what the hell McDermott and them boys were thinking, mm-hmm. um, but like, what, what are you doing? Like, you know, there's, they only got enough for one more play whether they have a timeout or not, why are you defending the out of bounds? Like you had, they have a timeout. They don't need to go out of bounds. Like they have all, they're still using all the field right now to get some yards and stupid call. Like I don't understand really the zone there too, uh, to be quite honest with you. Like I understand having two safeties up top to protect deep ball, but like Mm -hmm. go man on man to man here, like play press, give, give uh, the pass rush enough time to, you know, rush Mahomes and, and uh, kind of eat some clock there because when you go press, it takes an extra second or two for the receivers to get open, and they're just they're I don't just so awful play there. I don't blame them for not going press per se. Like I, I would go man, but not press because it, it, Levi Wallace has been getting cooked a lot of these times, and I don't I don't blame him for not going press, but he should have gone man for sure. A little off, like you don't want to give these guys press and then hill does a dirty route or something and then right. he's gone or miko or all these dudes are fast so anybody really but i mean you have to realize like you said they have a they have another timeout what do you, why are you protecting the out of bounds like that's all they got like you have to play the field kind of like the bucks just play the field they have timeouts are, they didn't have timeouts in the bucks game but i'm saying in this situation they they have no time to work with they have the obviously they have that timeout but pressure them get put pressure on them to do something not oh my defense needs to come up clutching this i'm like no they they have all the pressure on them night not the other way around and mcdermott just you know didn't help his defense out there and poof man that once they got the field goal i'm like it's over i mean and then they called that and i know that's very superstitious and stupid but you always go heads that's just my my rule my thing <laughs> always go heads fails. Nah, tails you always go, fails. always go heads in the NFL. You, I, it's just, man, I was like, oh no, he's not going to get it. They said heads. I'm like, it's over. I, and I know you thought the same way. Once, my, once the chiefs got the ball, it's like, it's over. They're not, they're not going to get the ball back. And just like it happened with the Patriots chiefs a few years ago, Mahomes never got the ball. And now, you know, Allen never got the ball. And I, I credit Allen for saying that at the end, like, if it was the other way around, I'd be celebrating. Mm-hmm. So I don't have an yep. issue with the rules. Mm-hmm. And I there shouldn't that. be an issue with the rules. It's always been that way. And I don't know why they want to go to college yes. and go to like 10 overtimes. Like that game would have still been going on like at 10 p.m. our time, 10, 11 p.m. our time. It just would have gone back and forth, back and forth. You get the ball. Your defense has to stop them. I'm sorry. Like that's the way, they, that's the way it is. It's ain't college ball. Like, I, and, okay. and it's – Oh, yeah, I go fucking, ahead. Go ahead. I, I fucking love that you said that, dude, because Josh, I, and I love Josh Allen's response. This made me like him a lot more because he's mm-hmm. right. If the Bills got the ball there, if they would have called heads, they would have won that game too. I, yep. the minute before the coin toss even happened, I was like, whoever wins this coin toss is going to win. It's the over. Game. Yeah. yeah none, none of these defenses are really capable of stopping each other right now. But I love that you brought up the overtime rule because a lot of people right now are out, are, you know, speaking outrage about it, blah, blah, blah. Two things. One, first of all like i think it's fair i you mm-hmm. know i remember when they first changed it when they because it used to be i don't know maybe, i don't know who's out there listening i don't know how old you are but before this rule like it used to be whoever scores first wins yeah field goal, field goal would end whatever it. yeah 
And I thought that was dumb. I was like, you know, like, that's kind of true. Like a field, like your defense, it, it bended, but it didn't break. Like you kind of held them to the field goal. You give your other, your offense a chance to come back and, and rebuttal. But the, the whole debate was like, no, this rule is going to fit. When they said this back in the days, because at the end of the day, and I know a lot of defenses are going to agree, like, if your defense is not able to stop a team from getting a touchdown in overtime, you deserve to lose. Like you yep. really do. Like, I don't care if the offense sees the ball once, like the field goal. Yes. Like, you know, you're going to have those plays where, you know, you're not going to stop them all the time, but if you keep them from getting a, like a touchdown by all means, yes, offense deserves a chance. But if your defense is so bad to the point where like you allow a touchdown over time, yes, you deserve to lose. I don't care who you are. And the second point is the bills they have a great defense. They're probably the, the best defense in the league, arguably. And um, they have no excuse. Like, it's not like their weak point is the defense. Like, the mm -hmm. defense has made plays all year. Um, they're one of the big reasons why they were in the position they are today. And at the end of the day, you just got beat fair and square. Like, yes, it's a, it's a dumb rule in people's eyes, but it's a rule that everyone understands. Like, it could have been mm -hmm. worse because it had been in the in the past. This it, yep. it was a stupid rule before, and it may be stupid now, but it's better than what we used to have. So I don't know why people are crying about it. It's just it, – it's, it's always that way. Whenever it doesn't go your way, it's like, oh, imagine if we got the ball, we would have won. Why didn't you get it back? I don't know. Like – like, if the Falcons would have got the ball in the Super Bowl and you guys would have won, you win, fair and square. That's just my my opinion, my eyes. If if overtime doesn't go your team's way, it is what it is in my eyes. Like, you guys had a chance to stop them. You couldn't. It is what it is. Like, that. Uh, to me, I, I don't mind the college rules per se, but if they brought that to the NFL, I, I would be fucking annoyed. That would be so annoying. All right, it's 37-37. What's next? Oh, it's 40-43. Now what are they going to do? 43-43. I don't want to see that back and forth, back and forth, back and like, no. You stop them, you win, and that's it. I don't want to see that back and forth shit. Like, mm -hmm. And it's not a – like you said, it's not, oh, it's whoever gets the ball first, they win automatically. It's just that type of game. But, I mean, we've seen a bunch of overtimes where it doesn't end right away after the first play. It goes back and forth. Somebody can kick a field goal. Then the other team can kick a field goal, and it just goes back and forth that way. I don't want to see touchdowns back and forth. Whoever gets that first touchdown, game over. I don't want to hear nothing else after that. And people who are crying are the only – and are the fans of the Bills that, oh, if Allen would have got a chance, well, he didn't. I'm sorry. That's how the, that's how this shit works. So, Agreed. Like, it's – at the end of the day, it's – football is not just offense. Like, football is offense and defense and yep. special teams. And um, if your defense is not able to stop anybody – at all like you don't deserve to win a football game like your defense at some point needs to step up um you know i don't care how great your offense is and um the the bills defense needed to step up there that was unfortunate they did it but josh allen had a point if roles were reversed i, I didn't think the chiefs were gonna stop josh allen at all mm -hmm. either so mm -hmm. you know it is what it is um you know the chiefs just got lucky with the coin toss but they deserve to win this game i mean the coin toss cannot be the sole reason why the Bills lost. Yeah, exactly. Like Bills, people forget, like some people are forgetting that they gave up a field goal in 13 seconds when mm -hmm. Mahomes should have had no business going down the field in two plays. So yeah, like the Chargers. What was it? Or that was a touchdown game. Never mind. I was going to say the Chargers game when the Chargers played the Chiefs in Arrowhead. They gave him too much time, quote unquote. But the Chiefs still needed a touchdown. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, 13 seconds. You should not be giving up a field goal when they're at their own 25. Like, no, like you guys had every chance to win this game as much as the Chiefs had every chance to win this game. Like they could have stopped you and it could have been 33-29 and we're talking about a different thing. But both teams had a chance in regulation. They couldn't do it. Chiefs got the ball and that's it. 
It's like, what if, what if the Chiefs fumbled the kickoff if they returned it and then the Bills win it? It's just you, you can't, you can't say, oh, this is different if this happens, but it's always, it's also different if this happens. Like, it's, it's one thing or the other. It, you know, we could say the same thing about either side, and I'm just sick of these people crying about the same shit over and over. Like, that's the rules. Get over it. Yeah, and I'm hoping they don't change this because I no. like the, the way it is. Like, it makes for an entertaining game. Like. Like I said, I, I, I'm on an offensive guy, but I also do like defenses stepping up when needed. And if the Bills would have stopped Mahomes there, I would have I would have been so hyped. Like, damn, like really, like the Bills really did this. Like yeah. they deserve to win. They, you know, they slayed the beast in Mahomes, <clears throat> this and that. Uh one more thing, you know, before we close this out, I wanted to ask you this before I forget. You know, Benner brought this up and I, you know, I know Tony Romo did too. Should the Bills have kicked it to them? Um, with those 13 seconds left? Oh, that's, 14 that's seconds? Your, yeah, that's what I was saying. Why did why wouldn't you like squib it pooch kick kick it short to take time off like even if they advance the ball let's say at their 30 or 35 right. i understand you're giving them more field to work or yeah more field to work with to get a field goal but it's like nine seconds left eight seconds left at that point because time is running off like they should have done that they their special team should have been their coordinator should have been aware hey tyler kick this inbounds and then let them you know get a couple yards but we're taking time off the clock. That's what they should have done. I'm surprised they did. They just kicked it out of bounds for a touchback or kicked it in the end zone for a touchback. I'm like, what? Like, you got to you gotta understand the situation. There's 13 seconds. Don't give them any time to work with. They have two timeouts or one timeout. Like, understand the situation, and they didn't. And I think it was just kind of two things off of that. I'm going to kind of just, you know, support them. One, you didn't think, like, as great as Mahomes is, I – you know, as, as Sean McDermott, like if I was him, I would have never guessed Mahomes is going to go down in 13 seconds, really, and get a field. That was kind of crazy that it did happen. I know we, we, we you know, it's the Bills defense kind of fall for that, too. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of against it in a way because if you squid kick it, like, you're giving the special teams a, a chance to make a play. And I know the, the odds are against them to, like, you know, run it back for a touchdown. But at the end of the day, yeah. like, I think they did the right thing. I don't I, – I'm playing safe. Like, especially because I said earlier, the Bills defense is really one of the best, arguably, in the league. Like, I'm not going to rely on my special teams to make the play. I'm going to rely on my defense – Yep. to to you know stop Mahomes two times and obviously they didn't but I I'll rather put my faith in the defense and the special team. Well, maybe not squib because yeah you're a squib kick it can go out of bounds it can you know anything can happen with the squib kick but like sky kick it in the in the field of play is what I mean like mm-hmm. keep it in the field of play where they have to advance it because I mean three four seconds I don't think they get that field goal I mean if it's ten nine seconds left on the clock they're not getting that field goal. I got to play or, in them. or Butker's kicking like a 67 yarder. Like they're not getting that field goal where they got it. And I mean, I listen, you, we're just nitpicking if they, if, if we're saying that's the reason they lost. No, I mean, their defense should have stepped up. They should have been well aware of the situation. Like we both said, they should have been playing the boundaries. They should have been playing in the field, worried about screens, worried about seams. And the Chiefs took advantage of them. And that's that. I mean, Shout out to the Bills for, you know, getting as far as they did. But, I mean, ooh, man. listen, we had Manning Brady for how long? Now we got Mahomes Allen. It's just what it is. This is the new quarterback doing the AFC for years to come. And, obviously, Manning and Brady didn't win it every year. There's, like, Flacco's team messed it up in the AFC. You know, Roethlisberger. Like, there's always going to be teams that are going to mess up the Mahomes Allen getting to the Super Bowl. But, at this point, this is what it is now. I mean, th- these two teams are going to go at it 
for 10, 15 years as long as Mahomes and Allen stay healthy. So absolutely. You don't think yeah. Herbert will get in the mix at some point? No, like like I over. like like I said, those those two in particular, when they go at it, it has that Brady uh Manning mystique kind of it to me that's what it feels like it's like when these two go at it it's like okay whoever has the ball last they're gonna win the game and right. you know Bur- of course Burl Herbert all those guys they're gonna they're gonna fuck it up and they're gonna get to their Super Bowl at one at some point but it's just when those two go at it it's just something else it's different like you know how they were always counting the Brady Manning matchups like oh Brady yeah. Manning 13 like they're gonna start doing that with these two Anytime, any whether it's regular season or postseason. So I kind of, I kind of just think, you know, um, I, I could definitely, I agree with you. Like this is Mahomes or this is Brady Manning all over again, which is going to be fucking awesome to see. Yep. However, I and I know you brought this up, but I, I think I'm going to exaggerate a little bit more. I think Burrow is. I think you, you have to throw his name in that. Of list. Of course. Like not insert, not not a, like a big Ben S type guy where like he'll pop up here and there. I think Burrow legit like. Every year, I think we'll talk about him being a Super Bowl favorite at some point or mm-hmm. being at least in the AFC Championship. And I'm excited because I thought about this last night. Like, we're going to get Burrow versus Allen, Burrow versus Mahomes, Herbert versus Mahomes, Herbert versus Allen, Herbert even versus Burrow. Like, I want to see that every year, divisional playoffs. Burrow mm-hmm. versus one of those guys and the other versus the other. Like, I am excited. The AFC is loaded uh, moving forward. Um, the NFC is kind of weaker, I think in the future for now Mm -hmm. but man like shit like herbert and mahomes being in the same division too like that it's just ridiculous dude but i'm i'm all for it afc that's what i'm saying man like the patriots i know we always bring it back to them but yeah it's gonna be very difficult for them to to get of course with those top four teams that's what i was telling my my mom i was like hey mac jones has to be like he has to take the biggest sophomore leap i've ever seen in my life for us to even come close to these guys but it's like like i said there's always teams that fuck it up for that matchup or for one of those quarters like mahomes and allen aren't going to the super bowl every year that's not how the nfl works injuries happen the cap situation happens and then you have a weaker team and then you have to reload the next the next year so it could be you know the Bengals, the chargers the patriots they could go to the super bowl in the next few years it doesn't mean it's going to be Bills or Chiefs every other year. Like, no, that's not how this works. And if you think that's how it works, you have not watched NFL football. That's all I got to say. So. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I mean, not, I don't think we have to say much. Any, I mean, we can leave it where it is. Crazy, crazy. This is why the NFL playoffs, I don't care what nobody says. MLB, NBA, NHL, MLS, kiss my ass. NFL is the best playoffs of all time. I mean, it, it, nothing compares to it. Nothing. Nothing at all. If college football, nope, get it out of here. NFL playoffs are where it's at, and I'm gonna stick by that for the rest of my life. That's the it's the 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 agony, the glow, like everything that you go through when you're, especially when your team is in the playoffs, and and you know the same feeling when your team's down or when your team's up, you're in the highest of highs or the lowest of lows, and nothing yeah. compares to that when it comes to sports. Nothing, maybe it's Premier true. League in Europe and all that, you know football in europe and all that it's different i'm not gonna i'm just saying in america it's nfl or nothing when it comes to the postseason agreed, agreed. just I mean, my opinion i, I know i i, I would kind of agree i mean just it may be just as a situation i'm at but i've been at the highest of highs with the dodgers the lakers you know it's a great feeling 
Um, and even when they're asked, like the Lakers right now, like it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a sour taste in your mouth, but I firsthand Falcons, when they made the Super Bowl, man, that was the greatest exactly. feeling I've ever had. I was, when we were, even when we we're up 22, three, that was the greatest feeling mm-hmm. I ever had. I was fucking crying, you know, tears of happiness. And then, you know, a couple, an hour later I started, I was crying for real, like, cause of the result. And that mm-hmm. was the lowest of love for me too. I've never, ever, ever, um, as much as I love sports, I've never ever like sat in my bed and just and stayed dead silence. Oh, yeah. Um, ever, ever. And that was the first time I did it. And that was because of the Falcons of what happened in, in the playoffs. So, um, you know, I've seen the Dodgers choke. I've seen the Lakers choke before. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what I'll do is just, you know, get over it at some point, get my mind off of it at some point. But the Falcons, man, when they took an L in the playoffs, that was the worst night of my life. And Benner can attest to it and, and, and Julie can too. It's just a different breed when your team is, is at the highest of highs. And yeah, exactly. In the playoffs. That's why nothing touches it. Just my opinion. And I know there's a, a baseball dude out there and a basketball dude out there like, oh, fuck you. No, no, the NBA playoffs are so different. But I'm like, nah, it's just – it's a one-and-done game. There's no series. That's what makes it so much better for me. Like that – it's not like, oh, tomorrow – or you know, in two days from now, we'll get them. Like, no, this is it. Like, this is your season right here. And, you know, it's just crazy. So I think that's it, bro. We'll just leave it here. Yeah, Previews are coming soon. And a what if is coming soon? Well, we'll just leave it at that. So make sure to follow our social medias. Leave a five-star rating. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.